We hope you enjoy the show. Hi, and welcome to the DDT Divas, the podcast, episode 3, All Elite Wrestling, Double or Nothing. On this podcast, I discuss the things that I loved about Double or Nothing and the things that I hated about the pay-per-view. I'm your host, Sade. Uh, I want to start the show off a little different. Uh, usually, I Usually, it takes me about a week to write a script find sound effects, um, you know, put the podcast together, edit it, um, the audio, but this week I couldn't do that, um, I was not mentally capable, um, I was not emotionally capable of doing that, um, as you all know, on May 25th, uh, 2020, a 46-year-old black man named George Floyd was killed by um, a police officer in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Um, while one while the officer uh, one officer placed his knee on Mr. Floyd's neck, um, Mr. Floyd uh, constantly kept saying, uh, telling the officer that he couldn't breathe. Two other officers were restraining him, and another officer watched. In the age of cell phones um, and social media, the video of Mr. Floyd, Mr. Floyd's death was placed on social media, and Mr. Floyd's death has been a recent catalyst for uh, all of the protests um, worldwide and a resurgence in the Black Lives Matter movement. Um, at the same time, we cannot forget about the death of Miss Breonna Taylor. Back in March, uh, 26-year-old Taylor um, was killed by the Louisville Metro Police Department um, on a no-knock warrant in her own home. So, we we want justice for Taylor and for Floyd and for all the other victims of police brutality in this country. And I just want to make sure that, you know... As a black wrestling fan, um, I had to like take a step back for a bit, you know. Um, I couldn't record this podcast. I couldn't write the script or work on it, or I just couldn't. I couldn't really even watch wrestling the same way. Um, I just needed some time to process everything, the protest, um, you know, trying to do my part part as you know. Um, 
a black a young black citizen in this country um but because i have a platform i want to use my platform to you know educate and bring awareness to the issues that we black americans face all the time 24/7 you know it's just um a part of you know the american experience as a black american you kind of you you're always reminded of your race whether it's something positive or something negative you'll always be reminded that you're black in this country you know you go shopping you go to work you know you go to sporting events you know some there may be an instance where you're always reminded of your race and that you are black um, so i want to make sure that everyone knows that black lives matter um you know not just with police brutality but you know inequality um anti-blackness black lives matter um and i will continue to use this platform to bring awareness to um black lives and black and to prove and show that black lives matter um and the importance of black lives DDT Divas will provide wrestling content, of course, um, but when it's time for us to speak out, uh, we won't remain silent, so, you know, while I will continue to post wrestling content, I will continue to post um, vital information um, to try to educate people, um, you know, even in a sense of wrestling, you know, just focus more on black wrestlers and the importance and making sure that, um, you know, people... I use my platform for good and I use it in a positive way um, when you know when when it's time to speak up I want to speak up you know so I just wanted to do that announcement um, so um yeah before I get into this episode episode three um, AEW double double or nothing I just wanted to say that you know I just wanted to inform everyone and just to you know make a statement of some sort um i will probably be writing an article about it or um in the near future because i feel like i can better express myself in words than uh speaking um so there's probably going to be an article on ddtdivas.com very soon um just you know kind of discussing um honestly it'll probably be more about what how hard it is or how difficult it can be to be a black wrestling fan because there's a lot i have to say about that so um that'll probably be one of the next written articles that um i write but you know time will tell i'm hoping i can just get back into it and you know just start back and just start writing and uh, publishing uh articles and things so let's jump into the typical announcements like the general announcements that I usually um, provide you guys before the episode starts so as always I just wanted to thank everyone for listening to uh, episode 2 WWE Money in the Bank Um, I have some good news Uh, you can now listen to the DDT Divas the podcast on Anchor Spotify Radio Public Breaker uh, Pocket Cast Google Podcast and Overcast and you can also listen to the podcast uh, on ddtdivas.com and on YouTube. Um, I usually ups- upload the episode on YouTube the next day after it's been re- uh, published on 
podcast platforms just because uh, it takes me time to um, edit a video. So that usually comes the next day after the episode has been um, uploaded to all the uh, podcast uh, platforms. So I always like starting off with the general positives about a pay review. So let's just look at the big picture things that I really enjoyed about AEW's Double or Nothing. So the first thing that I really loved and enjoyed about Double or Nothing is that I uh, actually believe and I think that AEW is starting to find its own style and it's starting to come like become its own wrestling company um, and with Double or Nothing they really like found some very creative Um, wrestling matches uh, the first creative wrestling match was the casino ladder match for a future AEW world world championship match so basically um, the rules of the match is that um, there are nine wrestlers and two wrestlers start off the match and in this case uh, it was Frankie Kazarian and Scorpio Sky of SCU they actually started off the match and then so like every 90 seconds uh, someone else would enter the match and then after that person uh, enters the match then another 90 seconds someone else will enter until uh, all nine participants have entered the match and so like hanging up from the arena above the ring is the casino chip like the poker chip and so you have to climb the ladder and receive that chip and whoever gets the uh, poker chip first is the winner like um, so that was really creative to come up with something like that and then the chip could be like grabbed at any time so you know person number three could have won or person number two could have won or person number five like even before they got to the ninth person so I think that was really cool that they decided to come up with a match like that and of course the second match uh the stadium stadium stampede match you know AEW came up with this idea for a match like that that's something that we uh the fans haven't really seen um a ring and a football uh, stadium you know a match and they wrestle around the stadium you know it's an empty stadium well not I mean it's an empty stadium but there's also like cheerleaders and you know um, the Jacksonville Jaguars mascot but you know that's something that they you know it's it's something they can call that call their own you know it's an AEW match so and also uh, turnbuckle cameras. Um, AEW does a really good job using their turnbuckle cameras. Uh, I noticed the cameras in the uh, Lance Archer Cody uh, Cody match. You know that was something I noticed. Um, they actually use the turnbuckle camera, so that actually it feels good to see that. You know, like AEW is becoming its own company. You know, it's finding its it's finding itself and that's pretty cool so I actually like that we got to see that process um, happen in the double or nothing pay-per-view
The second thing that I loved about Double or Nothing in general was the Double or Nothing set design. Um, AEW does a really good job with set designs uh, for its pay-per-views. Um, they actually take time and, you know, think of something creative. And, you know, I really, really miss that in pro wrestling. Like, I love set designs for each pay-per-view or each special event. So, um, at Double or Nothing this year, we got some poker chip props. We got, like, a poker table or, like, a blackjack table. We got, like, uh, some, like, uh, playing card props. And the playing card props were, like, um at ringside and they featured uh john moxley and Brody lee and then there's also the huge like slot machine on the like lcd like um screen uh where the entrance ramp where the wrestlers come out um there's like this huge like uh, slot machine uh graphic so i thought that was really cool um and then also with the like unique set design the wrestlers actually use the design um props in their matches and you know they use them as weapons and use them uh, to their advantage especially in like the uh Nyla Rose versus Hikaru Shida match they really took advantage of these uh casino props and I thought that it just really helped um set the tone and the atmosphere of the pay-per-view oh, I love it so the third thing that I really really um liked and I'm happy to see because I have been complaining and I have been fighting for this um since uh watching AEW is more women's matches this is the first time on an AEW pay-per-view that we got two women's matches on the like actual pay-per-view not the pre-show but on the actual pay-per-view so you know that was a really big thing for me to see that um we got uh the women's championship match uh, nyla rose versus hikaru shida we got um penelope ford versus chris statlander which was originally supposed to be uh Dr. Britt Baker versus Chris Statlander. So, um, because Dr. Britt Baker got hurt on the um, Go Home episode of AEW Dynamite, um, we uh, still got the match, which I'm very happy that we still got the match. But uh, Penelope Ford took her place. Um, you know, I. I always want to see more women's matches. I know the AEW uh, women's roster is kind of small and they don't have a lot of women. You know, my hope is that they actually do sign some more women to their division and we can get more matches, more storylines. You know, there should be two matches at least on Dynamite, you know, two matches on Dark, uh, occasionally, you know two matches on a pay-per-view like I just want to see more women's wrestling in AEW and I think this is a start and I'm hoping that this can continue and it can get better so that was something I really liked about Double or Nothing um this year and you know it just it feels good like as a fan of women's wrestling it just felt good to see two women's matches on the actual pay-per-view card and not on the pre-show
so the last and final big picture thing like you know if I'm just looking at double or nothing as a whole you know pay-per-view and not actually looking at the matches the next thing that I really liked about it was um, the energetic uh, crowd so like as we all know um, with uh, the current COVID-19 pandemic um, there's no wrestling fans allowed in the arena so there's like empty arena shows well not empty arena shows because they're um, in the AEW crowd is the wrestlers and so um, the wrestlers are so live they're so energetic so hype they just make you like want to enjoy the match and want to watch the show so um that was really cool and i thought big swole was the star of the night uh she did a really good job you know being an energetic supportive fan and i thought it was so cool and so memorable and i don't think anyone can forget big swole um being a fan in the crowd during the double or nothing and i just thought that was so cool to see and you know she's a real star and you know i want to see her have matches in ring but you know i enjoyed her you know at ringside being a fan so big ups to big swole because she really like made uh the cody lance archer match super exciting like she made that match exciting for me um so yeah i thought that was really cool to see Of course, there's always uh, a few things or something that I didn't like and uh, that I kind of hated or I disliked. Um, big picture, looking at the general sense of the show. Um, and this time for me, it was the TNT Championship design. Yeah, so... Um, I, so, you know, when I first saw the design, I was like, because I didn't like it, but then, like, during, like, before the match, uh, Tony Schiavone actually, like, informs us at home that the design was unfinished due to, uh, COVID-19, they weren't able to finish the actual title, so there's more going to be there's more to the title like that wasn't the um final title championship like it it wasn't finalized but i saw a picture of the finished design and it looks like it's gold plated and i'm still like because you know i i was expecting something different you know i was expecting something to look more like the um I don't know. I feel like AEW has like the their t their championships look different, and they have their own style. And I was expecting the TNT Championship to look something more like the AEW World uh, Championship, or um, you know something similar to the Tag Team Championships, you know. But you know the scrap is red on the championship, the TNT Championship, and you know it it kind of just looks plain to me. I don't know. What, what do you guys think like do you think it looks plain or do you think it it looks you do you like the design first off do you like it or do you think it it's missing something um 
I know a couple people that I know has have said that it looks kind of like a boxing uh, championship, so maybe that's what they're going for. Um, I know Mike Tyson was there to, you know, bring out the championship, so maybe they were going for a more boxing look and not a pro wrestling look, or you know, maybe it's something like old school or some other kind of. Um, title design that I'm not familiar with, but you know what? Uh, if you're listening to this podcast, I want to know what you thought about the design. Did you like the design? So be sure to, you know, just hit us up. Um, you can just, you know, tag us on Twitter or, you know, comment on this the podcast, like post on Facebook, but, you know, or just use the hashtag uh, DDT Divas the podcast or DDT Divas podcast and just tell us, you know, what did you think of the TNT uh, championship design? Um, because I, you know, I, I just, I was expecting more. That's all. So, okay, let's uh, now talk about the matches that were on the Double or Nothing uh, pay-per-view. Particularly, let's start off with the matches that I actually really enjoyed and that I can say that I loved. Um, Double or Nothing was comprised of nine total matches with one pre-show match. Um, And there were three matches that I really loved. So, my third favorite match on the card, so I'm going from, like, least favorite to favorite. Um, The third favorite match on the card was the Casino Ladder Match for the future AEW World Championship uh, match. Uh, My second favorite match was Nyla Rose Champion uh, versus Hikaru Shida, no disqualification and no countout match for the AEW Women's Championship. And my first favorite uh, match at Double or Nothing was the Stadium Stampede match. So my third favorite match, the Casino Ladder match, was uh, it featured um, Luchasaurus versus Frankie Kazarian versus Kip Sabian versus Scorpio Sky versus Joey Janela versus Orange Cassidy versus Coke Cabana versus Darby Allen and the mystery surprise uh, ninth wrestler Brian Cage. Um, I thought this was gonna be my number one match of the night. Like I was really looking forward to this match. Like um, when I watched the uh, Double or Nothing special on TNT the Friday before. Uh, the pay-per-view I was like really hyped for this match and I thought it was gonna be my favorite like my number one and I was actually kind of sad to see uh, Ray Phoenix get removed from the match because he's probably the person that I was looking for the most in that match him and Orange Cassidy those are like my, those were like my favorites um, although I, reca- I was kind of rooting for uh, Scorpio Sky to win I wanted Scorpio Sky to win or Darby Allen, like those were the two that I actually wanted to win, uh, Scorpio Sky or Darby Allen. Um, but I really enjoyed the match, and um, I thought Darby Darby Allen had some exciting, like scary spots in the match. You know, like he jumped off the top of the ladder with his skateboard. Um, he was like lying on top of the ladder. Um, and he's like thrown off like he's on top of the ladder and Brian Cage like just chucks him in the ladder like outside of the ring you know so 
he had uh, a lot of memorable memorable spots for Darby Allen. Um, there was a nice Luchasaurus versus Brian Cage showdown interaction in the match. I thought that was really cool. Um, but like you know, outside of the match, like let's like speaking specifically about this match and like outside of it, um, I really thought AEW did a good job uh, keeping the mystery uh, ninth wrestler a surprise like when you watch the double or nothing special on friday you didn't get any clues they didn't really give away any clues or any hints of who the ninth wrestler was going to be um unless you have like insider knowledge that was the only way you kind of knew that that the wrestler was going to be brian cage other than that you kind of just you kind of just made your predictions uh, my second favorite match was Nyla Rose champion versus Hikaru Shida in a no disqualification, no count out match for the AEW Women's Championship. Um, as of right now, this match is currently my favorite AEW Women's uh, match. Like, of all time AEW uh, Women's matches. This is like my favorite match because I thought it had a lot of build up uh, a lot of story uh going into the match um with uh Sheeta's kendo stick being stolen by nyla rose and Sheeta, you know trying to she's been working so hard to get an opportunity to face nyla so you know um i and then on top of that the ring work was amazing like i think both uh women did a really good job you know in the ring so and it's my favorite uh AEW women's match um and i also think the no disqualification no counter stipulation really worked well for both women they did a good job with that uh they used their surroundings uh, to the fullest um they used the props that were out there as weapons um, I really enjoyed uh, Nyla throwing Sheeta on the like prop poker table, and then Nyla like turns to the camera and is like, "Always bet on black." Like she says, it was like such enthusiasm. So that was really cool. Um, and also like Sheeta, she gets like this running start from the arena steps and jumps on the top of the poker chip prop, and she does like a flying knee. Um, and Nyla, Nyla like flies into the poker chip so I really think they took full advantage of their environment and you know they did a lot of storytelling using the, the props uh, so that was really cool um, I love 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 Nyla's um, braids I love the braid look on her she looks great in braids um, I wonder who did her hair because they look like her hair looks amazing um, and I also like Sheeta's uh, ring gear. Um, I heard that she made her own, like she made the ring gear herself, but I'm not sure if that's true. But if she did, she's very talented. So you know, I just love when um, I just like ring gear fashion. So I like to see uh, wrestlers like you know their best ring gear, and I'd love to see um, or hear at least wrestlers making their own gear. So. But, you know, overall, match-wise, this is my favorite AEW women's match. Like, and I hope to see more great matches that will, like, you know, as we go, like, I'll keep saying, like, oh, this is not my new favorite. Like, this is my new favorite. Like, it just get keeps getting better and better. 
And so, of course, uh, most people can probably guess it even before I actually said it. My first favorite match was the Stadium Stampede match, the Inner Circle versus um, the Elite and Matt Hardy. So, Matt Hardy, um, Adam Page, Hangman Adam Page, uh, Kenny Omega, Matt Jackson, Nick Jackson, the Young Bucks um, versus uh, the Inner Circle. Um, Sammy Guevara, um, Santana, Ortiz, um, Jake Hager, and Chris Jericho. Um, this match was just different. Like, I have never seen anything like it in my life. Um, it wasn't really like a cinematic match, uh, per se. It was a wrestling ring in the middle of a stadium, and the wrestlers are there, um, the Jacksonville Jaguar cheerleaders are there. The mascot um, is there. The referees are there. And, like, they get this um, really cool, like, uh, football team entrance uh, for both teams. They come out, you know, like, football team style, like, NFL style. And, um, yeah, and they, like, wrestle in the ring but they also wrestle in the field in like the like bar area at like the pool um which a lot of people are wondering like what stadium has a pool in it obviously the stadium has a pool in it like who would have thought like you know but you know it it was different um so the ring is like in the middle of uh t-i-a-a bank field um and it was just a lot of cool moments like too many to try to name but there's a lot of cool like funny memorable moments in the match and um it was non-stop laughter for me and also for like um the other people on the ddt divas team who watched it they also said like it was non-stop laughter and in fact we actually kind of watched it together uh, a few of us and you know everyone was we all had our like favorite moments and we all laughed and you know i'm really really trying to get these people on this podcast but they're really shy so i want to get them to like actually come on here and talk but they're kind of shy so they you know but we all had a good time watching this match so that's why it's my number one match and it's my favorite um match of the night actually on uh double or nothing so um match number one uh stadium stampede match So there is only really one match um, that I would place in the hate category. So if someone, uh, if someone was to ask me, you know, would you watch this match again? I'm gonna say no. And that match was Dustin um, versus Dustin Rhodes, uh, Rhodes versus Sean Spears. Um, yeah, that match was randomly announced, like. I believe it was announced on the Go Home episode of Dynamite, and like there's no real like story build up to it, and uh, there's no indication that the match was gonna be like comical whatsoever. Like I was expecting a you know serious match, you know like, but no, we got like this uh, very comical match. Um, not really my cup of tea. Like I, I 
some people probably enjoyed it, but I didn't, because it came, it kind of came out of left field, and I wasn't, like, expecting it, um, it was about, like, three minutes, um, it was one of those matches where, you know, if you need to go to the restroom or grab food, you probably just go, and maybe that's why they decided to put it in, because a lot of the matches were really, like, you know, must-see, and many people probably wouldn't want to miss those other matches on the card, so you had to give people, like, some downtime to, you know, kind of regroup, you know, if you want to grab your food or use the restroom, stuff like that, so yeah, but that was the match that I did not like, and I'm gonna put it in the hate category, because, you know, it just wasn't, it wasn't something that I enjoyed. One thing I noticed about AEW's Double or Nothing pay-per-view, um, with the matches that I enjoyed and placed in the love category, there were a few things that I did dislike about these matches. Um, mainly kind of small kind of things. Um, for example, let's just start off with the uh, Casino Ladder match. Um, I feel like one thing I didn't like um, I kind of felt like there were too many participants in that match. Um, it felt like some of the wrestlers in the match got lost in the shuffle because they're, um, I mean, it was nine wrestlers in the match. Um, so you kind of, I feel like maybe if it would have been about six, maybe wrestlers, I wouldn't. I mean, for me personally, I wouldn't feel like there were wrestlers lost in the shuffle. Um, because, you know, when I was trying to name the wrestlers off the top of my head, I would forget a few people in that match. And that's why I also feel like there weren't really any breakout stars. Maybe um, Darby Allen, but I feel like he's done more in AEW so far that's more impressive and more um memorable um i guess brian cage is supposed to be the breakout star but i mean it was kind of predictable that the ninth person the mystery person would win um it was predictable that that ninth person would you know would essentially the mystery person would essentially be the ninth person um entering the match so that was kind of predictable and just so um everyone knows i did look up like all nine of the participants because i did not want to loot like forget anyone so in that match um, the match consists of brian cage who won the match darby allen colt cabana orange cassidy Joey Janela, who um, actually took the spot of Ray Phoenix. Uh, Ray Phoenix was actually supposed to be in the match, but he got injured the uh, Wednesday uh, before the pay-per-view on uh, Dynamite. And uh, Scorpio Sky, Kip Sabian, um, Frankie Kazarian, and Luchasaurus. So um, that's just my take. Uh, I think that the match would have been a little bit better with um, less people in it. And because of all the people in the match, I feel like um, it kind of like slows down the flow of the match because there's a lot of different moments and spots that a lot of people have to partake in and have to um, be in the right place at the right time to uh, move the match along and transition and things. So yeah, I just that was just I liked the match. But I felt like it could be better if there were less people in the match. 
and I also kind of talked about this, but yeah, it was kind of predictable that um, the mystery wrestler would get the nice spot and the mystery wrestler would win the match. So, I mean, I would have liked it better if maybe Brian Cage, who was a mystery wrestler, would have started the match. He'd have been number one, you know, or, you know, somewhere in the middle. And, you know, he, you know, he didn't win or, I mean, I just think him, the mystery wrestler, coming out last and winning was kind of predictable. Um, now, moving on to, like, the stadium stampede match, um... I feel like that match needed more pin pin attempts. Um, it was just like they were fighting and fighting, but no one was actually trying to win. They're just fighting, which I get. Like there's this bad blood and animosity, and they really hate each other, so they just they just want to fight. Um, and no one's thinking about winning. They just want to beat each other up. But I thought it would probably be cooler if there were more um, pin attempts. Um, it would have been nicer, you know. And maybe it's, uh, if the match um, had an elimination stipulation or, you know, like, I think that would have helped with that situation of just, like, no pinning, uh, pin attempts and just fighting, but no one's trying to win. So maybe if, you know, people could have got eliminated from the match, like, oh, if you pin this person, they're eliminated, or they, if you submit this person, you know, they get eliminated from the match, and then, you know, I, I think that would have helped, too. Um, hopefully AEW kind of makes this, uh, their, like, um, their match. Like, every year, I hope we get a stadium stampede match, you know, maybe a double or, double or nothing or something. I don't know which pay-per-view, you know, it should be on, but maybe, you know, double or nothing could be the pay-per-view where we get the stadium stampede match and we get two different teams, you know, maybe not the elite again, maybe not the inner circle, but maybe, you know, another team so I think that would be cool but you know those are just small things that kind of I didn't like um, I mean those are my favorite matches but I still had those like small things that you know I really think when just thinking about it I'm like oh maybe it could have been better if this these things would have happened so what do you guys think um, do you think there are too many wrestlers in the casino ladder match do you think um, the ninth mystery person winning was uh, predictable. How about the stadium stampede uh, match? Do you think it would have been better if uh, they had like an elimination uh, stipulation where um, people get eliminated um, and then the match ends once the last person on that team is eliminated? So I want to hear from you guys, you know, tell me what you think, you know, um, because maybe, you know, I'm just. I'm just wrong or I just don't know what I'm talking about so I just want to hear what you guys think thank you for listening to DDT Divas the podcast episode 3 please be sure to follow and to subscribe to DDT Divas on social media and we're currently on Facebook Twitter Instagram discord um youtube so please uh, follow and subscribe also you can subscribe to ddtdivas.com so you never miss uh 
anything you never miss content just once the article is posted and it's published you'll get an email letting you know that you can check it out so be sure to subscribe to ddtdivas.com as well the next episode uh, episode four will be uh, wwe nxt takeover in your house and um, with that episode i hope i have a new microphone i've been trying to get a new microphone i've been trying to get one of those blue yetis um, because I heard they're really good and they're um, really good for podcasting. So, um, they're pretty much sold out online, um, on Amazon. So I was just checking some other stores and with the other stores, the delivery process takes a little bit longer. Um, it's not like two day delivery, like Amazon prime. Um, but, uh, it's fine. You know, I don't have to shop at Amazon. Um, so uh, hopefully the Blue Yeti microphone is um, in and the audio quality will sound so much better. Um, that is what I'm so excited for for the next episode. So um, thank you guys for listening to this episode. Um, I hope you everyone is taking care of themselves mentally, physically, um, emotionally, financially. I know it's a tough time right now in the world. With There's a lot going on. And with that, it can really take a toll on us um, in all aspects of life. Uh, For some people, it's a mental toll. For some people, it's a physical hardship. For other people, it's financial hardship. Um, You know, so just everyone, I just just want to send some good vibes, some peace and love to everyone. Um, So thank you for listening. We hope you have enjoyed the show.